What's going on, everybody out there? This is the All AOB. Out Blitz podcast with Jeff and Brady. Coming for the second time today. Yes. Recorded this morning to make sure we were able to cover full week 12. We did not record yesterday. Uh, so two shows today. Yes. Uh, still December 3rd. Still Thursday. Yep. No football tonight. No. Got moved due to this Ravens-Steelers game. We'll talk about that in a little bit. A couple of games got moved around. Uh, so no football on Thursday night. Whole slate of games coming Sunday. Two Monday night games and then, of course, a Tuesday night game again. Yep. Thanks to this uh, Ravens COVID outbreak. Um, also, we have two Monday night games. We, we do have one. two Monday night games. The Monday night games are at 5 o'clock Eastern time and then 8.15. For Tuesday? Or just another time, time, I think. Different game. Okay, cool. Something <laughs> like that. Um, Start it off. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's kick it off. We'll see if I get these right. Brady's five... Fun NFL facts. Random. Random. All right. Number one. NFL players didn't have to wear helmets until 1943. Pretty interesting, I think. Yeah, I'd love to, well, be interesting to see them play these days without helmets because, let's be honest, players are getting hurt enough helmets, as it is. Helmets fly every now and then. Well, they do, but it's, it's only because players don't... Uh, don't fasten them properly. Yeah. And, uh, you know, just causes issues. So just how it goes. Yeah. All right. Number two. Number two. Bears ha- had six tied games in 1932. How many? Six tied games in 1932. Can you imagine that happening these days? I know. <laughs> Number three. In 2011, a 32nd commercial cost around $3 million. I believe it. Yeah. I wonder what it is now. It's even Gosh. worse. Yeah. $25 million or something. Number four, more than 100 million people watch the Super Bowl. Usually. We do that. Yeah. <laughs> no, I do. Number five, Eli and Peyton Manning are the only brothers to win Super Bowl MVP. Nice. Not, yeah. not in the same Super Bowl, but. Well, of course not. You can't do that. It's kind of cool. <laughs> yeah, two Super Bowl MVPs in one Super Bowl. Yeah. Well, that is the end of the segment for my five random NFL facts. Awesome. Good stuff, buddy. Let's jump into, uh, I know we didn't cover in the last episode, let's talk about league leaders through week 12 as we begin to prep and think about week 13 starting here in just a couple days. Let's start off with the QBs. Yes. Right? Leader of QBs right now. Go figure. Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. Yards, 3,497, almost 3,500 yards already. Wow. He averages 8.3 a pass. Yeah. That's ridiculous. 30 touchdowns, two picks he has. Wow. Number two, Tom Brady. Pretty surprising. I'm actually kind of surprised at that. 3,300 yards, 28 touchdowns, 11 picks. Wow. That's, that's a big yeah, That's a big difference right there. Number three is Rusty Russell Wilson. They're not Rusty Russell. Rusty Russ. Rusty Russ. Yeah. Thirty-two sixteen for yards. Thirty-one touchdowns. Ten picks. Number four, Deshaun Watson. Thirty-two oh one for yards. Twenty-four touchdowns. Five picks. Number five, the Iceman, Matt Ryan. Thirty-one sixty-three for yards. Seventeen touchdowns. Eight picks. Matty Ice. 
Leader of touchdowns, Aaron Rodgers has 33. Rusty Russ, 31. Mahomes, 30. Brady, 28. Roeth Alyssa Berger, 25. Roeth Alyssa Berger. The captain of the interception, Carson Wentz with 15. Then there's a three-way tie with 11 that includes Drew Locke, Kirk Cousins, Tom Brady. Kirk Cousins. And then a tie for 10 with Russell Wilson, Jared Goff. Wow. Pretty ridiculous because you look at some of these teams, you look at the Bucks, the Seahawks, and the Rams, they're all in it. Yeah. They're all in it, and they're just chucking up interceptions left. And I feel right. like I feel like I would I if it was myself in Carson Wentz's shoes, I would not be happy to be the proud owner of the interceptions in twenty twenty slash twenty one. I mean, let's really. be honest; it's only because Jameis isn't playing. <laughs> right? That's that's true. He'd have at least nineteen by now. Twenty. Yeah. <laughs> let's move into receiving leaders so far through week twelve. Number one in yards, DK Metcalf with a thousand thirty nine yards. Yeah. There are currently two 1,000-yard receivers right now, and it's DK Metcalf and Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill, of course, had 269 yards this past week uh, against the Buccaneers. He now is at 1,021. That's wow. ridiculous. Number three is D-Hop with 967. Four, Terry McLaurin just tearing it up there for that Washington football team with 963. Number five, good old Stephon Diggs with 945. Steph Diggs. Leader of touchdowns receiving Tyreek Hill with 13. There's a three-way tie for second between Adam Thielen, Mike Evans, Devontae Adams. They all have 11. DK Metcalf sitting there at five with nine touchdowns. Cool. Ridiculous. Uh, Lastly, let's move into rushing yard leader number one, the dump truck. Derrick Henry. The truck, Derrick Henry. 1,262 rushing yards. Uh, Number two, Dalvin Cook with 1130. Number three, James Robinson with 890. Number four, Rojo there with 825. Josh Jacobs with 782. Ridiculous again. That's a lot of yards. Remember, Um, Derrick Henry's nickname is Dump Truck Derrick. The Dump Truck Derrick. Dump dump Truck Derrick. Number one for touchdowns. Dalvin Cook, 13. Number two, Dump Truck Derek with 12. Number three, rookie Antonio Gibson. What a sensation he is this year. Antoine Gibson. No, Antonio. Antoine. Uh, then there's a two-way tie for fourth for nine touchdowns between Todd Gurley and Josh Jacobs. And then he got Alvin Kamara sitting there with eight touchdowns. Yeah. Pretty crazy stuff. Those are our league leaders through week 12 as we gear up here into week 13. Um, Next quotation segment, quotation. (laughs) What? Not even sure what just happened. Um, Yeah, so next thing, right? We wanted to talk, what we started talking about in the last episode was just, and this is going around the internet. It's going around everywhere. When you look at, you know, the Pittsburgh Steelers still being the undefeated, the only undefeated team, right? They're sitting at 11 and 0. Yeah. Barely beat the the Baltimore Ravens last night, 19 to 14. And you look back at what they've done, what they've gone through, who they played, okay? I want to make this very clear before I get started. It's extremely impressive to be 11 and 0. Yeah. Plain and simple. And I do not want to 
diminish or put down, honestly, the league's leading defense. Because this defense is the best defense in football. Yeah. It has Defensive Player of the Year, TJ Watt on it. Mm-hmm. Um, so many other studs, Minka Fitzpatrick, Cam Hayward, Bud Dupree. Unfortunately, he did tear his ACL last night. He's out. Devin Bush also out for the year. Another stud there at linebacker. There, Joe Hayden's playing lights out. It, that defense is ridiculous. If it hasn't already, I want to see Chiefs versus Pittsburgh. It will in the AFC Championship game. Yeah. That's my. That's what I'm calling. But do, do not, uh, you know, I'm not putting them down in any way, shape, or form. I just want to state, yes, it's 11-0. Yes, it's a ridiculous season. 2020, everything with 2020 is crazy, right? Yes. But if you look at the schedule for this team, let's be honest. It's been a cakewalk. I don't care what anybody says. They've played so far. They've played the Giants. Terrible. Losers. Losers. And that's not that's not me saying a mean thing about them. They are they're losing. It's a losing team. They do not we'll have a winning losers record. Losers and winners to see which teams are. <clears throat> uh the Broncos. Losers. Uh the Texans. Winners. Not really. Eh. They're four and seven. So are we. Exactly. <laughs> losers. Okay. The Eagles. Losers. The Browns. Winners. Okay. That was, and this, and they, when they beat them, this was during their couple of games skid where they weren't playing so hot. Just yeah, keep that in mind. Had like two losses at the time or something. Uh, the Titans. Winners. Okay. So those two games were probably the toughest games they've played in 11 weeks. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the Ravens. Losers. They've played them twice and beat them twice. Yeah. And they only beat them by a total of nine points. It's the losers. Yeah. Uh, the Cowboys. Losers. The Bengals. Losers. And the Jags. Losers. That's who they've played so far. So that means that defense, that number one defense, has played against Daniel Jones, Drew Locke. Loser. Deshaun Watson. Winner. Okay. Carson Wentz. Loser. Baker Mayfield. Loser. He's playing well this year. Okay, fine. Winner. Ryan Tannehill. Winner. Right? Those are the two big games. Yeah. So again, Browns yeah. and Titans. Uh, Lamar, which is not good Loser. this year. Um, I don't think that's when... I think Dak was already hurt. It might have been Andy Dalton. Uh, loser. I don't remember Dalton. I don't remember what week he got hurt. If it's but, Dalton, it's Loser. Uh, I don't remember. Bengals was only two weeks ago, so that was... Was that Burrow? Yeah, that was Burrow. Oh, that was the game he got hurt. I think so. Anyway, we'll just say he was. Yeah, last week they played the Jags. Who who was their quarterback? Probably was it Luton or was probably. it somebody else? It's probably Luton. And then of course they played RG three and Trace McSorley yesterday. Trace McSorley winner, RG three loser. <laughs> this is what I'm trying to get to. The schedule's been a cakewalk, and for that defense, these quarterbacks are going against are like bottom of the barrel. Yeah. So, yes, it's impressive to be 11-0, and Steelers fans could be ecstatic and be happy. You played the Texans on week three. Yeah. What did they start out? 0-4? Oh, 0-4. Oh, yeah, because we went 0-5 oh, when we got rid of Quinn. So, yeah, they went 0-4 oh, whenever they got rid of their head coach. They were oh, So, they were 0-2 oh, already. Yeah. Then they went on to play the Browns while they were in a skid. Yeah. They were not playing well. They played the, they beat the Titans by a field goal. Yeah. 
biggest win they've had all season. Yeah. Then they go on to play the Ravens where they beat them by four when they're not playing good football. I don't care what anybody says. The Ravens, even I don't care what the record says. No, they're, they're not playing good football. They're not. Then they go play the Cowboys. Justin Tucker could play better than Lamar. <laughs> and they go play in the Cowboys, then the Bengals, then the Jags, and then the Ravens with half of their third stringers. So what the overview here is that the Steelers, as it is impressive that they are 11-0, they have played teams that are crap. That are well beneath them in the NFL today. Yeah. The offense is, is very good in Pittsburgh. It is. You have the freaking tree trunk of Ben Roethlisberger sitting back there. You have... Claypool. Claypool is showing up like crazy as a rookie. You have Juju. You got Deontay Thompson. You got James Conner and Benny Snell sitting back there. You got Ebron at tight end. Like, it's a good offense. Yeah. But this defense is what is blowing these games out of the water. Because, like, could you imagine if they still had Devin Bush and... And Bud Dupree did not get hurt last night? Yeah, they yeah. would. They would like, even though they already are, they would be physically unstoppable. It's it's an amazing team. Now, like I said, don't get me wrong, but I'm just saying this 11 and 0 start. There's a lot more that goes into it. There is. I think Pittsburgh's playing with a lot of attitude, with a lot of grit. I think I'm not gonna lie when I say this. I they probably they probably will go 16 and 0. They won't. I guarantee it. You're saying they at least go like 14 and 2. No, I think they'll at least have one loss. So, so let's 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 look at the rest. They say they have five games left. Okay. This week they play Washington football team. Should be a win. Should be a win. Should be. The next game, I think, is going to be. So that takes them to twelve and zero. The, their next game after that is going to be one of the two toughest games left. In, in my opinion, they play the Buffalo Bills. That's going to be a tough game. That could be where I see their first loss. Then they go back to the Bengals again. That's a win. Depending on how this team plays, it could be a tough game. They play the Colts. Like if the the Colts, the way the Colts have been playing recently, that will be with a the tough exception game. of last week. With the exception of last week, if they've been playing like the Colts that played against the Green Bay Packers, then the Colts. Should and then win. they finish off with the Browns. More than likely going to be a win. So, but the Browns have a shot. So, from the way we're looking at it. I don't think they're going to go sixteen and zero, but the, the eleven and the eleven and zero so far has been like preseason to them. Yeah, the way the way I've thought about it, and the way you're telling me about it, is that if we are including the Browns game as a win, they could go thirteen and three. But if we're counting as a loss, they will go fourteen and two, a loss to the Colts and the Bills. We'll see. They, they, but that's the thing, right? Is those are probably other than that Titans game that they barely squeaked out. Yeah, are the hardest games they have, and that is three games out of sixteen. I feel like the hardest game out of all three of those is going to be Buffalo because they've been, they've been playing tough most of the season. I agree. And the Colts, they're going to disagree with me, but they've been a back and forth team. Despite but they're solid. They, they they're are. solid, but they but they show glimpses of greatness and they show glimpses of. Wow, you guys are really playing awful decision football right now. Yeah, like like against the Titans, that's like an example of that. But yep. like if they play like against the Packers or something like that, then yep. the Colts, if they want to win that game and maybe get Pittsburgh their first loss, they need to play like they need to play like the Colts that went against the Green Bay Packers. I agree. I agree. 
And so that's that's really just where we're at with the Steelers being the only undefeated team left. When you look at who they played and that who that defense had to go against at quarterback for the other team, my gosh, man, that was like a cakewalk when you look at these teams. Yeah. Like you said though, this was like this was like preseason to them. This is like an easy this is an easy schedule when yeah. you look at a lot of the different comparisons. <laughs> and when you look at the rest of that that AFC North team uh, division and you look at Baltimore they they just yeah their record showed that they were like six and three and now they're six and four I think um, Baltimore yeah but it's just they didn't they they're just not playing smart football and it, they're not going to beat a team as disciplined as the Steelers they're so not, it's not even that good of a matchup they're not playing like the Baltimore that we saw last year and I'm not just specifically talking about Lamar I'm, I mean it's like the team that they were because I agree they last year they were in the playoffs and lost to the Titans in the First round, I want to. Yep. First round, yeah. Yep. Um, but like now they're playing like they're not even going to get into the wild card. No, it's going to be tough if if they want to do that. Now the, the Ravens' defense showed up yesterday. They played really well against the Steelers, especially with a depleted team. Yeah. Um, but anyway, enough talk. Just wanted to break it down a little bit more. I mean, it's it is exciting to have an undefeated team in the NFL yet today. It is uh, as we go into uh, week thirteen here. But I can also gar- I can also guarantee that Pittsburgh will not be undefeated next year, if there is next year. Well, they're they're not going to be undefeated this year. They're not, and and they're going to lose one of these games. If they if they are undefeated, they will more than likely lose to the Chiefs. I honestly think they're going to lose two games, and it's not even the two games you're thinking. Bills and Colts? No. They're going to lose this weekend to the Washington football team. I hope they do, too. And the way Washington's <laughs> been playing in the past... Like, it's a possibility. Like, two games, it's definitely a possibility that they can win. Because if they... Alex somehow, Alex Smith is, is, is getting back to his form. We just need... Antonio to, Gibson. You got McLaurin out there. It's... Yeah, they're, they're playing really good football right now. We just need to play... We just... Need them to not play like they did earlier this season, maybe like against the Rams or something like the first like Alex yeah. Smith game back. Yep. But yes, they have been playing like a great team, and I feel like if they had Alex Smith this entire season, they could possibly be six and four, five and five, maybe. Yeah. Awesome. Well, let's move on to talking about Week Thirteen. Let's do it. Week 13, I think, uh, as we were looking at, at these games, it's hard to really pick a lot of these, to be honest with you. I think a lot of them are going to be really tight. So um, Tight wins for a lot of teams out there this week. Yeah. And it's difficult to honestly pick in a lot of these in a lot of these weeks here, so, or a lot of these games. Well, so what we're going to do today, and maybe the future of the Loblitz podcast, we are going to have a little bit of like a, well, we already have segments of Third of the week and uh, game of a uh, game of the week. We are individually going to do that. Yeah, it's a little harder to choose to come up yeah. with one. So, the All Out Blitz podcast is starting with Turlet Bowl of the week and game of the week segments that yes. we will break up. So we're going to cover our picks uh, for week thirteen, and then we're going to come up and talk about who we think are going to be in each of those areas. I may, need, I may need to come around to your side and look at the games again. I'll, I'll do it later. Then. Let's let's read it off. We'll see if you got it. All right. Let's start off with a big game here. Both of these teams are eight and three. It's where the Cleveland Brownies are going to go against the Tennessee Titans. That's going to be a good game. I think it's going to be an amazing football game. It's a battle of the running you know backs. Gar- it's Derrick Henry on one side, Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb on the other. 
Well, I know I can guarantee both teams are going to get above 20 points this game. All right. Um, I'm going to take the Titans. Mm. I think they're a better coached football team. Yeah. And I think as long as they are healthy. I'm going to take the Titans, too. They can, they can get this win. Titans. And that's going to knock the Brownies back a little bit. Yeah. But they're still in that hunt. So they're either team, either way. They're these, in the playoffs right now. Well, actually. both of these teams are in the AFC, too. So this is a, a kind of like a, you got to win this football game. They're, the Browns are already in the playoffs, too. They're in the wild card. Well, that's what I'm saying, though. If they want to get even higher, though, and get out of the wild card and into the legit spots, like division. They, need to, they need to keep winning. That's I what I'm saying. Think. Both of these teams are in the AFC. So if they want to move their ranking up, they got to win this football game. I, ser- I seriously want to see the Dolphins and the Bears in the same Super Bowl. <laughs> Super Bowl um, 55. Uh, all right, next game. The six and five Las Vegas Raiders. It's hard to think of them as six and five. I mean, I know like Falcons <laughs> just Sunday. the Falcons just trounced them, but they're playing good football. They are. But six and five Raiders are taking on the O and eleven Jets. This seems like, and you probably agree with me. This seems like a game where the Jets could get their first win. I don't agree. Really? No, I think John Gruden is mad. And I think, and I think the Raiders are going to put a a hurting on the Jets because of how much they were embarrassed last weekend. You want to something? You say this about every team after they lost. After yeah, but you don't know John Gruden. Well, you say this about every decent team that loses the week before. They lose to. They're mad. They're going to destroy these people. Yeah, but here's the thing. I say that when they lose to a team they shouldn't lose to. Touche. With the way that the Raiders have been playing, they shouldn't have lost to the Falcons. They should have let alone let alone got absolutely annihilated by them. Forty three. John Gruden is old school. I bet this week at practice, he is driving these players. Like he is absolutely furious with the way that they played, and I can guarantee Derek Carr is right now too because he played like garbage last weekend. That's it. I was about to say like Derek Carr needs to also play and that, better. And that defense, they're going to put a hurt on the Jets. Jets. This is not going to be. This might be a thirty to nothing kind of game. You know, what? so you're taking the Raiders big time. I'm taking the Jets. All right. I've, I really have a strong feeling the Jets are going to win this game. All right. All right. Uh, next game. Next game. Next game, I think, is going to be good, regardless of record. Okay. It's the 5-6 and six Minnesota Vikings taking on the 1-10 Jacksonville Jaguars. The Jags, are, the Jags are a team, though, that are sticking tight with everybody. They're not putting wins on the board, but they are, they are making people fight for their wins. I am also taking the Vikings. I'm still taking the Vikings. I'm taking the Vikings, but I would not be surprised if Jacksonville wins. Yeah. But I'm picking the Vikings here. I mean, Minnesota lost to Dallas, so. Yeah, that game unfortunately set them back quite a bit. Yeah. Uh, but Jacksonville's playing really tight football right now. Yeah. And it's all because of that running back, James Robinson. I feel like if they, like, after they do, like you say, play a tight game, the only the only thing that they need is to fin- is to finish off the game. It's true. But they also need to start quicker. They do. James Robinson has been the glue holding anything with this team together. He's been through three quarterbacks already. He's a rookie. And every week he comes out and almost puts up 100 yards every single week. No matter who's there. The dude is an absolute monster. They get to go against Minnesota's defense. 
which not, isn't that great. Saying, I'm not saying the defense is good. Which isn't that but... great. So I think he's going to have a great game. But he's then if Dalvin Cook is healthy and he has to go against Jacksonville's defense. And he doesn't play like he played in the last two games. Well, he got hurt last game. So that's okay. That's a little different. Yeah. Um, I think he's going to be able to run over that Jacksonville defense. Yeah. If he's healthy. Jacksonville defense isn't that good either. So. Next game. All right. Next game is the 2-8-1 and one Bengals. Maybe. Uh, taking on the seven and four Miami Dolphins. 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 I am taking the Dolphins as well. Just for folks out there, Joe Burrow had his knee surgery today. Everything went well. Successful knee surgery. Good. So still prayers up to that man. Hopefully you get uh, healthy here quickly. Would I have questions? And for I you. hope you're back honestly I to have start a next for season. You. Would you have taken the Bengals, or would this have been a little bit harder for you to choose if Joe Burrow was playing? It would have been harder. Um, I, th- I believe the Beard is still playing uh, so far because well, Tua has not been fully cleared with that thumb injury yet, and they're not yeah. going to play him unless he's 100%. Yeah. I mean, wh- why smart. rush him if Fitz is there? I mean, it's just it's not a big deal. Um, it would have been harder, though, but I'm not going to. Actually, this week, Fitz is... Fitz is playing against his first team rival. <laughs> yeah. It was funny. I was listening to... Drafted uh, by the Bengals. Went to an appointment today, and I was listening to Sirius NFL Radio, and uh, this guy was just on talking about... He was talking fantasy stuff, and uh, he's talking about Fitz going against uh, going against them this weekend, and he's like, oh, it's, it's like a rev- revenge game for him. And uh, he mentioned to him, he said, oh, every game... For him is a revenge game because he's pretty much played for every single team. Yeah. So uh, I just thought that was kind of funny. What teams does he play for? He's played for a lot. Bengals, Bucks, Panthers. Uh, looks like Brandon everything. Allen is starting for the Bengals. Yeah. So not even Finley, which I expected. I didn't expect Far Ryan Finley to start. Um, anyway. Yeah, so you're taking the Dolphins. I'm yep. taking the Dolphins. Let's move on to the next game. You have the seven and four Colts Chips. taking on the four and seven Houston Texans. I see Texans winning this game, but I'm going to choose Colts. Um, this is a tough game. Why is that? I don't know. It's just because the Texans are playing pretty decent. Because Fuller was there. That's true. Like, yeah, I'm gonna go Colts. Yeah, Fuller. Fuller with was Fuller being suspended for the rest of the year. That's tough. Even with Brandon Cooks, I mean, the running game isn't that great anyway. No, Brandon Cooks is there, but that's really about it. That's that's really their only last saving hope for wide receiver. So if he gets injured and he's out for like a few weeks or something like that, then they really just have no hope. Yeah. Then you're gonna have to put in like your sixth string or something like that at wide receiver. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be tough. I'm gonna go Colts. Yeah, unfortunately, uh, I mean, unless that defense shows up. I mean, for Pete's sake, good old JJ Watt had a pick six on Thanksgiving Day. I know it's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I mean, does that he does that again? He might have a shot. Yeah. Um, next game. All right, so we're both taking the Colts there. Yep. All right, next game, the four and seven Lions are taking on the five and six Bears. Mitchell is starting. So Thanksgiving again. <laughs> Mitchell is starting this week again. 
for the Bears? It's tough. I, I haven't heard anything about Swifty, if he's back or not. I don't, questionable. Is he? Yeah. So he may play. I don't know. They still got AP. So this is tough because the Lions are a terrible team, yep. and so is Trubisky. But other than that, I would probably take the Bears. I'm going to go Lions. Good decision. I'm going to go Lions. I'm going to I'm gonna take my boy Maddie, Maddie Stafford. Yeah. Um, we were talking earlier today, Bears. Yeah. They played each other week one. Mitchell threw for three touchdowns and won this game. Yeah, it's not gonna happen this game. Uh, I think I think the Lions are gonna put it together here. Now the only the only issue I see with this game and the and the I think what the what the Bears need to take advantage of is that I don't think Akuda's playing. True Font just went on IR yesterday. So when you have your two starting corners down and you have somebody like Allen Robinson, you just need like there there are some plays where you just should try and streak them. Yeah, you should just chuck it up to Allen Robinson and just let him go. Yeah, that dude's a stud. Because I feel like Jeff Akuda would probably have a better chance of covering Allen Robinson than Desmond Trufant would. I doubt it. True's a little more experienced. He's not faster. It doesn't matter. He's a little more skillful. Either way, Allen Robinson's more than a handful for either of them. Yeah, I feel like I feel like if both of them were there, I feel like some maybe most of the time they would probably be double covering Allen Robinson. Likely. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to take the Lions. Dad takes Lions. Brady takes Bears. Next game. Next game. Nine and two. New Orleans Saints take on the four and seven Atlanta Falcons. Game two of this duel. I'm taking Atlanta hard. We got throwback uniforms this weekend. We're feeling the old school. Of course I'm taking Atlanta, but this is the time where they fold like a piece of cardboard. Atlanta's coming off of a great week. It's not going to last. Everybody's relatively held, other than Julio being out again practice today, which is unfortunate. Right, girly too. <clears throat> That's all right, though. I think I think them being able to play Taysom two weeks ago, still the same lineup. The the big the big contributor here that's going to help Atlanta win this football game is that offensive line has to play like they played against Oakland or Las Vegas last week. It's Las Vegas, not Oakland. <laughs> I know that's why I corrected it. <laughs> they need to play like they did against the Raiders last week, where they held that defensive line because if Matt does not have time, it's game over. Yeah. If I mean that defense has to be able to hold up. Against yeah. the Saints offense, against Taysom and against Kamara. I feel like after like the first week that they played him, they kind of know like his skill set or whatever. I mean, they, they knew it already, but just not full time, right? Because yeah, they've been playing him for a couple. I mean, him for a couple years. Yeah. Um, now they've. Come I'm gonna, I'm gonna take Atlanta here, though. I think they're gonna bring a lot more attitude than what people think, because of I don't because of losing that first one, seeing what their potential was last week. I think there's a lot of a lot. Of, I mean, there, there's so much animosity between these two teams. It's always a good game. Like most yeah. of the game last time, two weeks ago, was a decent game until it just got out of hand because Atlanta folded. It was really sad because Koo, he's on my he's on my fantasy team. He was the second best player on my team. Yeah, I just I don't think they're gonna fold this time. I do. They do every time if they get a great win. We'll see what happens. I have confidence in them this week. I think they're going to give the Saints another loss. I have potential to have confidence. <laughs> All right, next game. The 4-7 and seven New York Giants are taking on the 8-3 and three Seattle Seahawks. 
Hmm, I wonder who will I'm win. taking the 12s here. Uh, just for I'm other taking f- the giant. No, I'm just going to take Seattle. Yeah, just for other folks, if you didn't hear yet, uh, Josh Gordon has been condition- conditionally reinstated into the NFL with the Seattle Seahawks. So that means it, there's potential to be DK, Tyler Lockett, and Josh Gordon with Rusty Russ, with Carson, with Carlos Hyde, and also Rashad Penny is going to be back here any day now. Looking very good in practice from what I hear. Uh, is going to be back with this team. So that means Russ is going to have a whole onslaught of weapons to start working with instead of letting Russ cook and him having to do it all himself. Could you imagine Seahawks and the Chiefs offense combined into one team and took against the Steelers Steelers defense? I don't think we need to because I think the Chiefs would win the game anyway by themselves. It would be a collision. So I'm taking Seattle awesome. here as well. I mean, Giants are just Giants. Daniel Jones is likely out. It looks like Colt McCoy is going to be getting the start. Uh, so that Seattle Seahawks defense is going to be taking on an old-timer. That was never very good in the NFL. Let's hope they can actually destroy the Giants and not let a tip ball be caught for a touchdown. <laughs> All right, next game, NFC West battle. Yes. 7-4 and four Rams taking on the 6-5 and five Cardinals. This is a tough game right here. Could be a good game. I don't know if Fitz is going to be back. I don't know if he's been cleared off that COVID list yet. I doubt it because he actually did test positive. He just, just not that he was around people. Yeah. So I doubt he'll be back. I'm not sure what the status of Kyler's shoulder is yet either, but the Rams, of course, coming off of a loss. Same as the Cardinals. Yeah. They both need a win if they want to stay in the playoff race. Um I'm gonna take I'm gonna take Arizona here. Um uh, I think the potential yeah. is there. I think the potential is there. I think Arizona's going to it's going to be very tight. It's I don't think it's going to be a high-scoring game. Maybe both in the teens somewhere. I think it's going to be a big big fight to the finish. Yeah, I'm taking Cardinals too. It's it's going to be a good game nonetheless. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. It's a 4 o'clock game on Sunday. So Sweet. Uh it'll be pretty exciting. Yeah. Next game is the 5 and 6 Patriots against the 3 and 8 Chargers. You say this game has potential. I say it's going to be a crap fest. I I think there's a lot of potential because New England still has the ability to put stuff together, and the Chargers are typically always in their games. Herbie keeps them in their games. Herbert does. The team does not. The defense does not. Yes. The offense does very well. They just need to rebuild on defense. So as long as Herbie can keep that team scoring, plus, I mean, it's a, it's a huge thing that Eckler's back, right? Eckler yeah. is back, running like crazy. Um, this week you're going to start him in fantasy. Definitely. Uh, but the Patriots are playing solid football. Like, they're, they're not a terrible football team. No. They're not as good as they used to be. No. Right? But, I mean, when you look at a, a record of 5-6 and six and 3-8, and eight, that really isn't a big difference, especially when, like, five of those losses from the Chargers – we're like less than five points. Yeah. I'm taking the Chargers. I'm taking Herbie to go to win. It pains me to do this, but I'm taking the Patriots. Okay. Next game, the 3-7-1 and one Eagles taking on the 8-3 and three Packers, and I'm taking the Packers. They're going to blow out the Eagles. <laughs> Actually, not. Somehow, this is going to be a close game. I can guarantee. It's, it's pretty weird, isn't it? It's somehow it's going to be a close game. It's going to be Darius Slay trying to uh, cover Devontae Adams, and I'm here for it. Yes. 
Dude, he's had a rough couple of weeks. I don't care how any, how good anybody thinks Darius Slay is. He just had to go against DK last week, and now he has to go against Devontae Adams. That's a tough that tough couple of games. Yeah. I think Adams is going to get the best of him big time, though. I am taking Packers, but somehow this is going to be a close game. I just know it. It's going to be a close game. All right. Here's a uh, here's an AFC West battle coming up here. The 4-7 and seven Broncos taking on the 10-1 and one Chiefs. Chiefs. They do have their quarterbacks back there in Denver now. None of them actually got COVID, thank goodness. I. But they're all back. I still don't care. Chiefs are still winning. Yeah, I'm going to take the Chiefs as well. But I'm just saying, they're all back. They're they're Everybody's back. The now, Chiefs so. could have the second best QB in the league, which is like Josh Allen, I'd say. And I would still take the, still take the Chiefs. I'm taking the Chiefs. <clears throat> this Broncos? is gonna be. It's gonna be. I think. I think it's gonna be a weird game. I think Broncos in the draft. They're gonna get a top ten pick. They need to take a QB in their top three picks. Even the top three rounds. Top three rounds. Probably a third rounder, maybe. I don't think they're gonna waste it on a first or second. I think they're gonna try to build up with other weapons. I would take a QB because you really don't have anyone behind Drew Locke who isn't that great of a QB. True. Very true. I'd take someone like Justin Fields is going to go before the Broncos get to pick. Yeah, they're, they're, well, they're not going to take him in the first round. Drew Locke is their quarterback right now, and they're going to give him an option, an opportunity. To I wonder get what team will weapons. take Justin Fields. Wait and see. I get. I hope not, just for his sake. Next yes. game, the 4-7 and seven Washington football team against the 11-0 and 0 Pittsburgh Steelers. I'm taking Washington. Same. I like Alex Plain Smith, and McLaurin, and Gibson. And that deep, that deep. Here's the, here's the fun thing about this game. And if anybody is watching this game, please pay attention to this. It's a, first of all, this is the, the first Monday night game. Okay. Yep. Pittsburgh has an amazing defense. We know this, right? Mm-hmm. Their defensive front is one of the best in the business. Okay. At getting to the quarterback, hitting running backs, tackle for losses, right? If you look at Washington, Mm-hmm. Their defensive front has potential to be better. Yeah. The defensive front for Washington is ferocious. They're young and they're crazy. Yeah. Between Durant Payne, Chase Young, and a couple other guys on that front, it is absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. That is going to give Ben Roethlisberger fits. And I think that can win them the football game. Football team, football team. Let's do it. Yes. Um, second Monday night game, the 8-3 and three Buffalo Bills taking on the 5-6 and six San Francisco 49ers. I'm taking the Bills because I yeah. think that they know this is a must win. San Francisco's playing good football right now. They're getting a lot of their guys back. They're going to keep it moving. I mean, they were able to go 5-6 and six with literally the, and figuratively the most people on IR, I think, ever in history of football. So. so I'm going to take the Bills. Uh, I think it's going to be it's going to be a lot closer than what we think. I think the key to this game for them is that they need to get a running game going. Nah, Bills are going to Bills are going to put at least more than ten points against the Niners. I think so, but I think Buffalo they need to get a running game going to make sure everything is not on Josh Allen's shoulders this week. Yeah, I think it's going to be a tough in the trenches kind of game. Yeah. Final game Tuesday night. Three and eight Dallas Cowboys against the six and five Baltimore Ravens. I don't even know who to pick here. Just tie. With zero. I'm going to take the Ravens. Just tie a zero and zero because you're both you both are playing like it. I'm going to take the Ravens because Lamar will be back. 
I don't know if Dobbins or Ingram will be back, but I don't think it matters. They'll have Gus Edwards yet. I as long as they have, too. as long as they have Lamar back, and I, he's not even playing that good. But for Pete's sake, it's better than RG three or Trace McSorley. Uh, and Dallas just is not playing good football. So he'd probably score about three seventy yards with Trace McSorley and done <laughs> Dallas's defense. So I'm going to take Baltimore here. I am too. All right, all right. Toilet bowl of the week game. First of the week. segment. Who's going first? Toilet bowl you. of the week. How about you go first? I already got my two picks out <laughs> You want me to go first? I already got my two picks I'm going to take in. that Tuesday night game, the Dallas Cowboys-Baltimore Ravens. All right. Go, you go. Dallas versus Baltimore. Oh, yeah? Yeah. All right. Um, let's hit it up. These All are, Out Blitz podcast game of the week. These will definitely be different. and you. These will be agree. different because uh, I remember. let, me, before, let me find it. Why don't you go first if you know because I need to find who. Oh, there we go. Game of the week for Brady's side, Buffalo versus San Francisco. I like it. It's going to be a good game. Mine is the very first game we talked about today, and that's the Cleveland Browns and the Tennessee Titans battle of the running backs. Who is going to run over who? Both teams 8-3, and both in the AFC, both need to win to keep moving up for that playoff race. Yeah. I think that's going to be an absolute smash-mouth football game. Yeah. Plain and simple. Yeah. Oh. Very cool. Anything else you want to talk about while we're here with the folks? Eh. Not really. <laughs> I'll bring up one thing. All right. So just for listeners out there, we are working behind the scenes. Oh, yes. Diligently. It'll, it's going to be a little while yet. We're hoping by playoff time, by the time we get stuff together, that we, we are going to convert this. To a YouTube channel. To a YouTube channel. We're going to have video. And all kinds of good stuff talking through this. But we're also going to have audio published just the way it is right now for all you fans out yep. there for podcasts where you don't want to watch YouTube or you want to listen to it in the car or maybe while you're going to sleep or whatever it is. And you just want the audio. Yeah. You can still get it through Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or anywhere you can get podcasts today. All, all just like you do now. Yeah, all we're really saying is just because we're going to do you know, we're not going to stop doing this. No, we're going to do both. We're going to do both. So hopefully that'll be ready to go in time for playoffs this year. Uh, we're going to get it going as soon as possible. We're working on some stuff here, yep. some new looks, yeah. uh, some new equipment here, some things going on. So there's, there's a lot of things in the works right now. So just to you know appreciate all the, everybody out there just it's, listening to us. It's and, coming soon. And, uh, I'll say that. Yeah. So for new folks, definitely appreciate you joining in. Hopefully you enjoyed it. Mm -hmm. And uh, thanks for listening, everybody. This is the Week 13 Preview. We will be back here as long as any games don't get postponed between now and Sunday yeah. next Wednesday to break down what happened over this crazy week of football and see who was right and who was wrong Yes, for so, the Turlet Bowl in the game of the week. Stay safe. Stay healthy. Remember, wash your hands. Absolutely. Yes. And from us here, have a fantastic weekend watching football. We will talk to you all next week. Hopefully on Wednesday. Peace out. Bye.